You're listening to episode two of the Autism Travel Podcast, Vacation or Epic Move. Welcome to the Autism Travel Podcast. I am your host, Dina Farmer, owner of Lily and Magnolia Travel, a full-service autism and family travel agency. If you're looking to get away with your loved one, but you aren't sure where to begin, or if you can travel with your loved one with autism, this podcast is for you. I help families with autism plan and book vacations. This way they can focus on the more important things like getting your loved one ready for travel with social stories and getting them ready for a change in that oh-so-restrictive routine. I believe travel is for everyone, and that is why on this podcast, my focus is helping families with autism learn to travel to amazing destinations easily and successfully. To check out more information about me, what I do, and who I serve, you can head on over to my website, www.lilyandmagnoliatravel.com. I remember the stress that comes with planning and booking a trip, so that all you have to worry about is what you'll pack, but I've even got that covered. I'm a mom of two wonderful little boys, one of which is on the autism spectrum. I became an autism travel professional after realizing I have the experience to help other families with autism travel the world. Having a family with autism doesn't have to be the reason not to travel, it should be the reason to travel. Vacation or epic move? Should you travel with your child no matter what age with autism? Kids with autism thrive on set schedules and vacations in new places from far away, compounded with the stress of flying, strangers, new smells, new sounds, can cause a lot of discomfort and disrupt daily routines. What is the point when your child is so used to their daily life? Why bother to stress them out with the packing and the social stories set them up for the vacation? Often it feels like a military move where they have to adjust to a new place and you run the risk of your child that is well adjusted at home exploding into a meltdown due to the heat of Florida. What is the point? Before I dive into the point, let me go reheat my coffee. As a parent to an autistic or special needs child, are you ready to see how travel is for everyone? I have this amazing freebie I would love to give you. It shares five things that autism-friendly properties offer you when you're on a vacation. I've even included three bonus items that will take your next vacation over the top. Are you ready to start exploring the world in a safe and fun way? Request my top five things an autism-friendly property offers a freebie today. Remember, there are three bonuses in there, so you get a total of eight things to look for when booking your next hotel. Check it out today. Head on over to www.lilyandmagnoliatravel.com and scroll down to Do You Need Help Finding an Autism-Friendly Resort? Of course, I'll leave a direct link in the show notes. As always, I'm here for you, and if you have any questions after reading this over and when you're ready to book your next vacation, know that I'm here and ready to work with you as your travel advisor. Welcome back to the Autism Travel Podcast. Unfortunately, there are many parents with children on the autism spectrum who are afraid of leaving beyond their own hometown. Even thinking about taking a vacation can summon up feelings of fear and instantly paralyze parents and families in a heartbeat. Parents are overwhelmed at the thought of managing the stimming behaviors like my son, he's a pacer, self-harming behaviors or autistic meltdowns that their child might exhibit in public. They also fear things like stares, rude comments, and you know what I'm talking about. Allah, your son is too old for a stroller. He needs to walk comments or judgment by others. And in many ways, it's easier to just stick to the daily routine and stay at home. 
Again, what is the point of even traveling when it's exhausting even thinking about it? Let alone take the time out of your busy day to research, plan, and book your own trip. It's exhausting. Trust me, I know. I've spent a lot of time at that 11th hour thinking to myself, why did I put my family through this? Why did I take my son out of his comfort zone? Why did I plan a vacation? Well, there are some really great reasons why you should travel with your child with autism, and here's why. There are a lot of unique circumstances that only a parent with a child with autism would understand. And as such, a lot of parents feel isolated. It's easy to lose friends that have neurotypical children because they can't understand why you have to cancel your plans or why you simply can't make a play date. It's not healthy to become isolated in your house, pandemic notwithstanding. And it's not healthy for your child no matter where they are on the spectrum. Traveling allows you to break away from your normal routine and get out of that isolation that some of you may be experiencing. I know when my son was younger, I'd often feel anxiety about play dates because he'd parallel play or he'd be destructive and aggressive towards other children and I would often stop accepting invites due to the disapproving looks and the judgment that ensued. And of course, through the help of social groups from his therapy clinic and his SLP and OT, we've worked on a lot of tolerating play and interacting in social groups. Travel facilitates an opportunity to bond as a family. Both your child with autism and your other children need time together to build strong relationships. And you can use travel experiences as an opportunity to visit other relatives that you might not see very regularly. Or, like me, I like to go somewhere that isn't to visit family because that's not always a vacation. The family bonds and memories you create are worth let me say that again. The family bonds and memories you create are worth the challenges and logistics you must tackle. My boys have gotten a lot closer through travel. My youngest son looks up to my oldest son and enjoys playing with him and chatting with him. And I look forward to when they're a little bit older and can create memories that both of them will remember. A goal when raising a child with autism is to encourage as much independence as possible, at least that's what I've learned through my son's therapies, and that requires developing life skills. Being able to travel is a life skill that will benefit your child long after the trip. You can use travel to teach life skills like social interactions, map reading, something my oldest son loves to the moon and back, and more depending on your child's ability and age. Something we've personally been working on is communication with strangers, especially when you need help. As a way to build confidence and communication when we go to Disney, I purchased a bunch of random pens from Etsy and gave my son a lanyard in which he could trade with the cast members. It encourages him to work on language skills that he learned with his SLP, but it also encourages um, him to use my favorite phrase, quote unquote, his words. It also teaches flexibility, which is often difficult with neurodiversity that requires some often strict routines. Seeing different cultures, exploring historic sites, and interacting with nature is important for all children's education. And these things are things that cannot be learned in the classroom. This, in turn, can increase your child's cultural appreciation and empathy for others who act or think differently than your child does. And it creates a global citizen. My oldest son quickly learned on a trip to Japan that he had to learn patience and acceptance. If he was going to play with some Japanese children that were at a playground that we had stopped at before, we flew back out to Hawaii. 
At first, he was really upset that he couldn't understand them, but when I encouraged him to play, he learned to instead use hand signals and giggles to communicate with the Japanese children and had a really fun afternoon playing before we departed Japan. Most children with autism have sensory needs and many respond negatively to sensory stimulation. One of the best ways to help them overcome this hurdle is to desensitize them to the sensory stimuli that they find challenging. Travel exposes your child to new things that can help with this and because you don't have access to the comforts of home, it makes the desensitization process more automatic. And although, don't get me wrong, some things are harder to overcome like noise sensitivity or touch sensitivity, but they're both things that can be encouraged while traveling and will most certainly help with progress over time to desensitize them. For many parents of children with autism, spreading awareness about neurodiversity is something that they're passionate about. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I will assume that you hold a certain level of passion about spreading autism awareness and acceptance. When you travel, you spread that message even further, exposing other people to neurodiversity that can help the future world that is one that is more accepting of diversity and those who have autism. This is not a benefit only for your family, but for the entire world. There are also more and more resorts that are creating programs that are autism friendly for families. They still have a long way to go for teens and adults, but by simply traveling, you are making the world more open to neurodiversity. Does any of that sound good to you? Okay, great, but now where do you get started? Well, if you're here, I'm also going to assume you're interested in working with a travel advisor that gets a lot of what you experience day in and day out as a parent of a child with autism. If you want to learn more about my story, head back to the episode, Why I Started Lily and Magnolia Travel. So you're here and you're ready to plan a trip. Fantastic. But what do you get out of hiring me? Well, once you've hired me as your travel advisor, we work together to pick a destination, or of course, if you have one already, then we work off of what you decided, where you decided you wanted to go. But I love to have your child's feedback about that destination and include them in almost every step of the travel planning process. I'll also send you options and ask for your input and giving that choice to your child as well removes some anxiety that might be associated with traveling. You leave the majority of the planning up to me and again, I'll handle all the big stuff and you give me your selections. I'll address any travel concerns that you might have through the use of social stories and even actual practice and modeling to help your child with autism know what to expect. This can help reduce anxiety and negative behaviors because your child will face fewer unexpected problems. I anticipate areas where your child may struggle, such as TSA checkpoints, baggage claim, meals in unfamiliar restaurants, and even sleeping in a hotel. All these things are addressed when you hire me, and I will send you a lot of resources for prep beforehand, as well as sign you up for assistance programs if you decide to utilize them to make your journey to that destination you chose that much easier. Giving me control of most of the trip will reduce your stress, but I'll also work in extra time for downtime and some alone time for yourself. Or if you're interested in bringing an extra caretaker with you to help with your child, I'll handle hiring and that caretaker for you to reduce the stress of you looking for one. I worked with a vetted 
respite care provider. They'll provide professional and understanding services to make you feel comfortable. And this provider also schedules out Zoom calls, and you will hear her episode actually coming up pretty soon. Um, so this way your child gets to know the respite care provider that'll be traveling with you. So once you're on the road, your child has already developed a rapport with them, so they don't feel fearful or uncomfortable with this hired traveling respite care provider. And if all this sounds great, let's enter a conversation about how I can help you and your family plan an unforgettable trip. Thanks for giving me your time today. I know that your time is precious and I'm honored that you took the time to listen to my podcast. Please let me know if you have any questions. I'm happy to help and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to the Autism Travel Podcast, a Lily and Magnolia Travel production. Come back next week for more autism travel stories, inspiration, and tips. If you like what you heard, please hit subscribe and leave a review. Your review helps this podcast. Feel free to share the Autism Travel Podcast with your friends and your coworkers too. And remember that travel is for everyone. I'm here to help families with autism travel the world. Thanks for listening.